yeah, Rose Tatum scored, but but you know, sign of the times. Sign of the times, girl, be cool. <laughs> no, it's 1914, um, April 14th, 7th, April 7th. 12th, 12th. Okay, the youngest okay. child from Jurassic World is the third worst. Was it 1914? Uh, I don't know. That sounds right. The youngest child from Dra- wait the when did the Andrew the one Doria who gets surrounded by the little oh no the uh what's his name's daughter who like sneaks on no 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 that's two that's two yeah that's yeah I don't Ian, know three Ian know. Malcolm's daughter no Jurassic World you know that one that's the Chris three. Pratt one the first Chris Pratt one. Um, oh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't Wait, remember. Was, I thought there was a third. There is a third Jurassic Park. There's Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic World. Oh, I'm Jurassic World. Three. Yeah, so, so the kid was nosy as fucking annoying. All right, AB. I guess I don't remember. I saw that movie. I don't remember that yeah. kid that well. That's because that movie wasn't that good. Um, no. So. It was the um ab the the problem i have with calling him the third worst movie character in cinema history is i can't even remember him i feel like i feel like they should make more of yeah. an impact bad kids bad the babadook that kid ooh ooh I saw that, that movie, but I can't remember that kid that well either. I didn't like that movie. Like everyone raved about that movie, and I was like, "Well, I I love horror movies. I have to see this, I guess." And uh, I hated it because I hated that kid. Mm. Kid actors can ruin a movie for me. Be your Grandpa Joe, what a, of, what a sack of shit. Grand- yeah. <laughs> he used <laughs> to be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think she gives her ass ass. Jurassic Park 3 is when Frank Gallagher from Shameless hires Professor Dinosaur Man, uh, Professor Alan Grant, thank you very much, to give him a tour of an island, but it turns into a rescue mission for his son. Moogle is super critical of child actors. So man I get kind of I annoyed agree. when child actors win, like, Oscars. <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't think you should be able to win an Oscar if you're There's an age limit. The age of, like, like 16 because at, at that point that's just good casting like that that's i mean kind of my my stance on it that was so the thing with that yeah it's good casting and then it's also really good directing because the kid will do what you right. want them to do so there's uh, you, you you did a good job picking the right kid for the yeah, role but yeah. like dude that kid's not fucking daniel day lewising anything and like you know, I actually think uh, so. Daniel Day Lewis is a great actor, but I'm I'm much more impressed with people like um, uh, fuck, I'm blanking on his name. You know him, Tim Watley, the dentist from Seinfeld, <laughs> Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much more impressed with guys like him. Tim, his performance is Tim Watley. Yeah, I'm much more impressed with guys like him who are not method actors but can transform and kind of lose themselves in the role of a converted Jewish dentist. No, um, but like this, the yeah. stories from like the Breaking Bad set where he like is goofing around and having fun and then action, boom, fucking villain. 
Like that's more impressive yeah. to me than someone who's like, oh, I had to live in a log cabin because I I can't lose the character. I just oh, I, I'm I'm I, I cannot lose yeah, this character. Yeah, but I will say I think the difference between and I'm not and you know Brian Cranston's my guy, but like he is such a good actor, but he's still like. Tim Watley. I think Daniel Day-Lewis does a good job where he's, like, not himself. Like, you don't even know who Daniel Day-Lewis is as a human. Like, I have no idea. Right. Because, like, you know, Brian Cranston, like, you, I don't know. There's, like, a piece of him there every time, which is part of what's good because he's. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he but, has to be in whitey tighties. It's It's got to be in his contract. Yeah. AB, I think every child actor should be an adult, but they put one of those hats with the spinner on top of them. In yeah, every and, situation. A, and a lollipop to prove child <laughs> actors are always running around doing <laughs> shit. They're long told not socks. To do. Yeah, I I thought it'd be funny. Um, the uh, it movie that came out a couple years ago, um, yeah. how part one was all kids. I thought it'd be funny if like part two, it was it was all the same kids, but it takes place later. So they have like, they just make them like put mustaches on and like wear yeah. business suits. It's, it's still clearly children, but, but no one acknowledges it. I feel like that would be, I feel like that would be fun for me. And I just don't understand why Hollywood isn't doing that. Yeah. Or all movies should be children. And if they're playing adults, they're two, they're two to three children stacked on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> but really serious in movies. a trench coat <laughs> really serious yeah. movie. like anthony hopkins silence of the lambs it's actually three children three kids in a straight jacket <laughs> <laughs> all the same lines mm-hmm. yeah i like that i like that a lot yeah uh should we get into all it right. should we pod yeah let's start the purd Oh, for sure. I do love Mavs. They make me laugh out loud. I mean, they are funny. Really? Yes. Buckle up, baby. The kings of controversy are on the microphone. It is time for another episode of Matt and Andrew versus Society. What's up, you guys? What's 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 up, you guys? God. Fix it. <laughs> so, try, trying to bring us in. Can't release. In. D. Oh man, I'm telling you, we need to set. I know, listen, people listening to the pod uh, mm-hmm. recording right now, not on Twitch, which you big mistake if you're not. Um, what they're missing out on is I'm playing peaceful piano uh, in the uh, as like kind of the background music while we talk. And, yeah, uh, it's something that you're just not gonna get if you're listening to it on on uh, Overcast or anything like that. So peaceful just, piano. You know, that playlist absolutely it. fucks um yeah twitch.tv slash best friends of a mac truck of serenity driving straight up your ass yeah it's a mac truck of soft feathers 
just gently blowing up your asshole. <laughs> just gently coaxing its way into Giggling. that ass. Giggling um, your intestine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, fuck, what was that? I feel like I had something to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, Twitch.tv slash bestfriends420. I can... I'm still... Every time I load up Streamlabs or we talk about it, I still can't believe that that username was available. That's right. Yeah, I do. I also forget that we switched it. And AB is saying that he has to clarify that it's not me playing the piano. And you, you don't know that. When was Honestly. Twitch created? 2011. So Twitch has been around for a decade. And it took two marketing titans like us to actually come up with best friends 420 interesting yeah. interesting interesting Peaceful piano interesting. is like if you are constipated and you put a speaker up against your asshole and play peaceful piano <laughs> shit will just start pouring out of your butt <laughs> ice cream with sprinkles will fall out of your what? butt I don't know. It's peaceful. I don't know why ice cream with sprinkles is peaceful to me, but this is putting everything at ease. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see where you were going. Yeah, I, I follow. I follow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it kind of feels like it, that was ruined. I. It feels. I mean, this entire opening feels very gross. So there's that. <laughs> Imagine how it tastes. I don't know. That's gross. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> the, the, the Mack truck of of like peacefulness driving up your ass was very uh you know. <laughs> I think that's I think that's where we needed to end it. <laughs> oh well. Guess what? It's not going on the cutting room what? floor. <laughs> we don't have one of those. Mm-hmm. That's true. So uh, that is true. So what's up? What's up? What's been going on, dude? Not nearly as much as you, travel boy. I actually don't I know. know what's been up, but uh, you know, maybe you had a terrible trip and didn't want to talk about it, and now I'm bringing it up. Sorry. No, it was a good trip. Sorry. Uh, it was. It was a good trip, but yeah, yeah, New York. I've been in New York for the the past. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. In New York, more than I haven't. Uh, (laughs) But just not, this is not going to be a normal, this is not a normal thing. It kind of just a weird how schedules happen with. Oh, really? I already told the story, right? Where the Airbnb got canceled. I was supposed to be there the whole week. And so it ended up, I ended up just being cheaper to go twice. Mm -hmm. That's the long story short. So I had the golf thing, had that stuff planned for that weekend. Mm -hmm. We had stuff, we were going together this weekend. So that's what we did. It was great. Not you and Stayed I. Stayed with some friends. Went to a Broadway show. We saw Wicked, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Very, very enjoyable. And it was nice to see Broadway again. That's for sure. That's something that we actually loved. In all seriousness, we did love to to go to his to Broadway shows as often as we could. Uh, I feel like I went we afford, a, a really. fair amount. Yeah, I would say I saw between in the the the, um, the four years almost i lived in new york i probably saw eight to ten shows uh which is good considering their their price so it was something we definitely like 
you know, uh, prioritized as far as entertainment goes. Uh, <laughs> Butler, so funny enough, we're actually seeing, uh, he's saying you didn't see Hamilton, you uncultured swine, and you're right, we didn't. Uh, but we, I'm seeing Hamilton, or Gerald and I are seeing Hamilton in Milwaukee on That's Wednesday where you want to see it. Uh, that's that's actually the recommended city for yeah. viewing. Um, no, it's like the traveling show, so it should be good. Uh, no, it's like it'll the, be good. The traveling cast. And, and, it will be so good. I, I'm excited. I've never seen you. it. I did, never, I did not ever see it in, in New York. It was ungodly expensive. <laughs> on top of that, hard to get a ticket, so... Uh, love Broadway. Didn't like Broadway that much. Uh, <laughs> love Broadway. There's a threshold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I totally so, get yeah, that. It, was, yeah. it felt like a quick trip. We got in really late Thursday, went straight to bed. Friday, I worked at the office for the last time ever. Woo! Uh, in the Going to see that office for the last time. So got to say some goodbyes in person. Uh, the countdown is still going. We have... Yeah. So does... uh, this is my last full week mm-hmm. of of work. Heard that. Um, really? So wow that it's... that came up fast. Well, well we... okay, so I have ten. Mm-hmm. It's because I have a vacation, so I'm going. I have my friend's wedding in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. that I leave for on the twentieth. So gone. this is a weird travel month for me. You got bit by the uh, travel bug. It, yeah, it's just it just like happened and i in it to make things worse i like booked everything way later than i should have so i ended up paying more for shit mm, uh that sucks the cultural epicenter milwaukee <laughs> and and uh so anyway i have the like next this full is a full week then next yeah. week i just work monday and tuesday and then okay, I'm so, off, and then the week after that, I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I have ten so more work work days, days but left. the calendar spans a little longer than that. I gotcha. Yes, I gotcha. but this is this feels like a big hump to get over this week because it's my final. Count Not down. only is it a, still a busier week, mm-hmm. well, would be no, more busy if I gave shits, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna like people. It's funny when you when you put in your time, like when I when you put in your notice at work. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense why they do this, but people start talking to you less, like immediately, and not. <laughs> it's more out of like they. I think they're like, oh, we have to like learn how to figure this shit out, yeah, on our own, and like, trader. Who else knows this thing like that? There's like a natural kind of just like okay, like have to go move on with my job, and also yeah. pretend basically pretend Matt's not here because that's going to be a reality soon yeah uh Damn. and yeah i'm like that's this true. is great like people are kind of, like you're just, yeah you're already kind of dead to them and not like you're dead everyone always rea- it's not like anyone reacted poorly to me get, telling them i was leaving but uh it's but you're just, dead uh, to them. Thing. it's kind of nice yeah, yeah. but uh, i mean it, lot, it but, dude it makes perfect yeah, sense so. though it really does so. it does so, and yeah. and it's it's a couple things. It's like you got to figure out things on your own, so you're kind of testing yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. In your mind, they're kind of already gone because they're gonna be. So might as well t- rip the band aid. And you know, it's like a given thing that people yeah. who put in their notice are gonna care less. <laughs> they're just like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, the level of effort is just for most people is gonna go down a little bit. Going to drop. So the, <laughs> or, all those things. Or in my case, like, a fucking yeah, ton. We'll just kind of leave you alone yeah yeah it's weird because it's it's like yeah well i mean you know thanks for giving us the two-week notice but yeah 
we don't need you anymore. But you know, you, yeah, you... I kind of regret. I gave more than two weeks, which yeah. I'm I'm already kind of well. There was strategy involved with health insurance, honestly. That was oh, more yeah. of the reasoning than anything. So yeah. I guess I don't regret it, but no, yeah, I didn't need to as far as like work transition stuff and oh, and it's tough. I know there. Uh, I are you on the the subreddit anti work? No, <laughs> but oh, I am man. It. But I, uh, I would love it. Yeah, I am so work. It, it's a, uh, it's a solid subreddit. It, the the stuff on there varies quite greatly because obviously I'm not actually I'm not anti-work. Stuff, but... I'm anti doing things that you don't want to do to make money to survive. Right. <laughs> that's that's most that's work. That's most. most yeah, this yeah for me as well. But like. You know, if I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But they, but there's a, yes, there's go a, on, a, go one, on. one common theme that's posted on there, mm. which I want to be clear. I don't necessarily disagree with this. I'm interesting and in getting, I think someone even mentioned this in chat once. I forgot who, mm. um, you, a lot of people on that would be, or have posted about the idea of like, you shouldn't put in your two weeks because your job wouldn't give you the same luxury if you were getting fired. Right. Which is that's true. true. Like if you were getting fired, it but would be that, your last day. That's usually you a performance thing, right? Right. But I guess the thing saying like, "Hey, like, why should you put in your two weeks?" They can't. Which is true. Like, well, no, you're right. You, other you, than like, you could th- be downsized reasons, like, without any warning bridges. for sure. You don't want to burn bridges. You yeah. want to be able to use professional references, mm-hmm. um, and and. and things of that nature but first and foremost for me it's not that i was ever considering not putting in like just quitting i wasn't but yeah one thing that isn't considered there is like like the people i work alongside like there there's a lot of people who are my friends yeah and the person i'd be screwing over most is not upper management exactly my peers who are my friends exactly so like that as far as giving more than two weeks notice because i do handle a lot and i've been there a long time so it's not going to be an easy transition for them that one of my things like i i felt bad about putting in two weeks which i know i'm not really supposed to but it's more because they're counting on you feeling bad getting screwed Mm -hmm. um so that was just a thought but no i i I get what you're saying it's like so during the pandemic we got shut down because you know the the language in like what places could and couldn't be open didn't include breweries and we had a kitchen so we were like i don't know well you know we're we serve food we serve a lot of food so we're gonna just keep going and another brewery like ratted us out and it didn't hurt ownership (laughs) it hurt the people behind the bar who were just right. trying to get by, who all of a sudden had to close for two weeks and, you know, just lost two weeks of income. It was like kind of a weird, like, position where it was, it, I don't know, it, it fucks with things like unemployment and, like, yeah, it's just like, fuck you. You didn't, like, oh, because you can't be open, you're going to fuck up. Are, like mind your own fucking business and shut the fuck up. I don't know. It's yeah. I'm oversimplifying it because I don't want to give too many details, but 
it was, uh, dude, trust me, it was some bullshit, which is what everyone says yeah. when they're in the wrong. <laughs> dude, why'd you get fired? Nah, but it, dude, it but was, it's it everyone's situation is very different. Like if yeah. someone was in it, I had a, had a really terrible job situation. Yep. It, there's a lot of scenarios where it would make plenty of sense to be like, yeah, don't even put your two weeks. Just tell them you're done. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that happens all the time. Yep. I betcha. I betcha. But But, it's, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and you're right. Like you do, you screw over your peers and like you, (laughs) you think you're sticking it to the CEO. CEO doesn't give a fuck. Probably doesn't even know you. Maybe you, because you've been there a while through the startup phase, but like, you know, the small local coffee shop I work at, the CEO has no fucking clue who I am. Yeah, um, exactly. You're not. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna. If you're not gonna screw over uh, the people that you. Well, I guess maybe you will want it. Maybe you will be screwing over the people you want to screw over. It depends on your situation, but it does depend. Uh, on your you're situation, not screwing yeah. over the 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 people at the top or even close to the top yeah so butler said that he was fired for putting in the two-week notice and that's insanity that's like <laughs> i did you a fucking favor do you think i want to work they would these two do, weeks? In, in, and this is in corporate america at least they mm. would do that if your reasoning for quitting was something like bullshit what word do you something suspicious yeah something there just like that's bullshit no if it was suspicious like if you were quitting because you were like i fucking hate this place yeah like if you like said something along those lines they would probably fire you because they'd genuinely be worried that you would like fuck with something like like, (laughs) these guys fucking suck and don't appreciate me this whole place fall apart without me yeah they would be like well you Uh, need to leave right now okay can you leave you're gonna like destroy something (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, but if you were just like, Hey, I got a new job or Hey, like this isn't working for me anymore. Like I need, I need yeah. to get out of here. Um, yeah. then yeah, that would be very bizarre that they would do that. Uh, but we're saying yeah. I put in, I put in for getting, uh, I think you mean offered more money closer to home and they were like, fuck you, dude, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> And and no one reacted. No one reacted like negatively mm-hmm. uh, when I told them. But obviously, there's a lot of people who have experiences where that happened. Yeah. Or, but it's so funny to me because something I even have told, because I've been on the receiving end. Like I've had people on my team be like, "Hey, like I'm like put in their time and yeah. move on or whatever, you know." Yeah. And and there's they're always like come with this like apologetic tone, which I did the same thing. It's like kind of natural but you know we all shouldn't we shouldn't apologize no the reality is like when what i tell like everyone is at this job because they left another job like that's just the fucking nature of of work like you're here because you did this same thing to somebody else and we were happy because of it you right Mm -hmm. like we hired you and and you left this job and that's just how it works so like why would now being in that situation why would you be upset about it right you know? no you're right like, and it's and your boss yeah. if your boss is like well, someone who does something extreme like he's talking to like fire you or, or or tries to keep you or is upset they're only worth their their I mean, worry is themselves there might be 
yeah, they're worries themselves. Their worry is like things being under them. Yeah. Or the, uh, how that reflect poorly on them. Yeah. And it's not. It's going to be way less about like, oh, I care about you, and I think you're making a bad decision. Yeah. Because, I just want you know, what's best like, for you. Like so people can 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 try and like hypothesize whether or not it's a bad decision, but they they can't know that. That's one. I mean, that's one of the things that you just kind of, if you're me, <laughs> uh, you just kind of wonder um, about, like, the people who you know excel in the business world, and a lot of it's it's a a cliche or or like, it, and it's not necessarily true, but you think about the people who are, like you know, kind of have these sociopathic tendencies and like they're manipulating you. They're manipulating you into feeling bad for leaving your job when, like you said, you're, uh, you're, you're at this job because you left another job. They're like, they want you to, uh, you know, I, I just I think there's a lot of people and I've come across them, even though like working at a coffee shop, you meet a lot of corporate people and you just like. Uh, like they, it doesn't feel genuine. And then it just kind of makes me wonder about shit like that and makes me think about the um, <laughs> the American psychos of the world and, and stuff like that, you know? Just, yeah. There is, I mean, it's like i came across i feel like a lot of mm -hmm. not really american psycho i mean obviously it's exaggerated but like yes absolutely i came absolutely. across plenty of i think what you're describing living working in new york for yeah. a for a company that would hire a lot of people pay them a lot of money and you you come across one people who are like mercenaries right like they yeah hired are, guns they will leave I even talked to a guy like like people who will just I'll like say like I I've met people who are like, Oh, I I listen to every offer that comes my way. Like it could be my first week at a new job. Ooh. I could be happy at the current role, but they're like, Oh, I listen to every offer that comes my way, which like on the one hand, I guess I get like you're work you're looking out for yourself. Yeah. You're seeing what's better. But also it's like that personally for me would if I'm happy, which I was like these jobs I just applied for, I mean, I wasn't happy for a while, but it got to a breaking point, but there was plenty yeah. of time at my current job where I was, I was totally content. Yeah. And, and if I started looking, if I were, or if I not even looking, if I was just like always keeping my ear, you know, to the yeah. ground or always open up to these opportunities, I feel like I would quickly get unhappy with i don't know yeah i don't know if i i tried to explain but to me i just that's not something i could do like i would I'm think people of a person but yeah. i that seems weird to me that just seems like <laughs> a little strange yeah i would think from like a managerial standpoint like if i saw that i would be concerned right that someone's leaving all these jobs Oh, absolutely. That's a huge, that's something I, yeah. And I mean, that's, that's definitely something very like tangible that people that do that need to be careful about. Um, but it, it, people who I, it's not so much in finance as much as it is in like, when you get into worlds like engineering, 
mm-hmm. roles and like product development type roles because that stuff is so there's just not enough engineers and product managers in the world right now for all the tech and everything that's constantly happening that they can do that shit man jumping for like mm-hmm. jumping or even for for signing bonuses yeah uh really just like i don't know but it's uh living in new york you see a lot of people who who yeah they're they're there and they're there for one reason and it grinding about like this company gave me this much equity and i have this and i'm gonna once it's like but then at the same time i'm gonna keep myself open to everything else that comes <laughs> about and like just blah 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 but right but it's not um to me it, it, that uh kind of seems like a sad sad existence i don't think it's a sad way to uh yeah maybe i don't know it does i i know what you mean yeah you just see like oh this is out there this is out there this is out there i could be making this i could be doing that well i'll hear him out it feel like there's no like your your stasis is chaos right like yeah i mean at the same time it's not like i'm advocating that you should stay in your same job forever because that is unfortunately the reality like people like like to shit on this generation the new generation and say oh like they're you know they're there's no loyalty they like to shit on it because they're they're losing their grip they had a stranglehold it's like one these people typically are like older generations are are have jobs that are offering them like really solid benefits that give them true retention mm-hmm. advantages right like um one a, a pension who are in the age who are well a pension 401k match like um still like really solid job stability yeah and a lot of, i think it was interesting the article that you sent me about the npr thing you sent to the discord and it, yes. it, one thing it talked about was the idea that how like much jobs have changed and how more how much more efficient we are because of technology and how much more we can get done in a day compared to you know 1950 Mm -hmm. and people who are in their let's say 60s or at like a retiring age Mm -hmm. this is definitely not all of them but if you've been working in the corporate world climbing the ladder for 40 years yeah you're probably inefficient as fuck at your job like honestly you you you're probably over your like even in accounting specifically you're probably like reviewing work that you yourself could not create in excel <laughs> or like in the the system you know and yeah. it's just fucking different and and that's like you you the expectation of is not there for you to do so hmm. but for people of the earlier generation there i don't know the expectation has increased like totally rambling yeah. yeah no i know what you mean but at the same time, to get racist now, like you do need to do. I've seen it a billion times. Like the best way. And first, I thought you said to get high racist. High performing your job. <laughs> the best fucking way to get a raise at your current job is get an offer from another job mm-hmm. and just put it in front of them. That is a hundred percent the easiest way That's to get crazy. a raise. And if they don't match crazy. it, you leave, or they call your bluff and you don't want to leave. But like, <laughs> that's your best shot at it for sure. Hmm. Interessante. 
Yeah, I, I mean, how did we get on this so fast? That's great. That's dude. That's so crazy. Because you were telling me about like you, not you, Matt, you, but the proverbial like you ask for um, a raise and they say, hey, sorry, it's not in the cards. And then you get an offer sheet and you tell them, hey, I'm leaving because Mm -hmm. I'm going to be making X amount more. And they say, we'll match it. That's yeah. just like that oh, is I mean, just that, total it's it's manipulation. It is. And it's uh yeah, I mean that that that's true and that happens constantly with people at my like I've known people firsthand who have done that exact thing. I never did that and that was they they had no car when I decided I was leaving I was done. Like there was no yeah. chance they're gonna keep me because the the more money that it's over. I could get I'm offered out. i would have yeah. it wouldn't have changed my job and i would have hated myself for taking it and i would have continued to be miserable with just a higher paycheck and i knew that, that that's was not, not what you want i was yeah. interested in so they had no cards like it was just like i asked money and i'm doing it because i want an easier job like that yeah. was kind of the short version of why i was leaving and and uh i don't they had care. nothing to, to match but that's not that's not even so much my boss's fault. Like it's just the nature of the company. Yeah. Um, it's the company's fault. Really. It <laughs> starts at the very top. Right. And, and, and uh, uh, I had a point, but yeah, one problem I've always had as a manager is not even like it's one as like a middle manager, I had basically zero say mm. in the salary of people on my team and their raise so getting someone like like internally if you want to give someone a raise you almost have to get them promoted which should be two different things and they in theory are right but they don't not in practice so at least not this job like basically like if someone was just like hey this person's been here three years they are doing a solid job Mm. i don't think they're management material i don't want to like make i don't want to like necessarily give them more responsibility i don't think they care about that like mm. you could not that person getting a raise like other than the the measly like percentage life st- or uh, yeah cost like of living one, increase you know, one to three <laughs> percent you're they're not they're gonna get anything like you have to try and push them to get promoted but there's a big difference between someone who's like because to get promoted a lot in the corporate world like you have to go above and beyond right so if right. you're just doing the job that was assigned to you yeah and doing it like <laughs> fine i'm doing everything you asked me and i'm doing it well well that's the problem yeah and and then the other problem with that is let's say your company grows and so you have this one you know mid-level associate position Mm -hmm. and your company grows and now two years later you're hiring a second like a peer for that person so you have this one person who was hired two years ago salary and barely got a raise now you have this new person coming in who's getting hired to do what's supposed to be the same level of job, mm-hmm. they will get hired at more money because the nature of that role in the business macro business world has now demanded a higher salary right. or this person was better at negotiating. Mm-hmm. So then you hire a person who is, you have no idea how good they're going to be. Right. And, are probably younger than the person that you that's been doing the role for years and now they're making less money there you know like it's that it's so fucked yeah. up 
Yeah, because it's. I mean, it, it's, it's just gross, and it's stupid. It is. It's ex, It's it's exploitation. There's obviously varying degrees like, of exploitation. Want, this person needs more money because it's like the right thing to do. Like, yeah. been, like I'm not saying they, they should be manager. No, I don't think they should be promoted because getting promoted that's a different thing. Right. Um, right. But the answer would be no. And then even getting someone promoted, like what's as I ranked higher up into man into higher levels of management, mm -hmm. um, like getting someone who's at associate level. A, a couple more grand a year was like seriously i you you almost had to beg and the answer would be no <laughs> the moment i say i'm not going to say how much I, but the moment i say i'm leaving the amount of money they're willing to like throw at me Give to, to keep me yeah when i already told you i want to leave why would you even want me at this point like I, exactly I, I, like I, you really think i'm gonna be like oh thank you i'm gonna work hard as hell now like no honestly they should have like i already if you're coming to the that to me deciding that you're taking it down that's like a big step and you're done yeah and i like ugh, i'm i'm like no you're you're 100 percent. that was something as a manager that was super i always had a problem with and like it's like you don't even know because you know like, there's always I'm, you're willing to give me so much more and i'm fighting for this person who like w genuinely wants to be here right and, and you're like no 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 they're they're that, that we can't do that well, dude, it's it, it's the the whole like thing of like, hey, life isn't fair. Like, okay, yes, I agree, uh, and I accept it. Uh, but the <laughs> the workplace should be like it's an environment that you're in control of. Um, and it just it's it's gross. It's a it's a fucked up environment, and it's. And, and and you as a worker, you have. I mean, I guess you, you what you were saying, you have the. Um, you have the uh, the opportunity to say like, hey, I'm going to go somewhere else, and then they'll. You know, get uh, be like, okay, well, we can do this or that, but. Like in, in other jobs, like, for example, I mean, my job, no shot, no fucking way. <laughs> like yeah. you have nothing. You don't you're you don't own your labor. You're <laughs> I mean, you I get I mean, I guess you do. But the whole idea of like, you know, I go to work and make. No, you don't own your labor. I go to work and I make other people money with my hard work. And then they take that money and give me back a percentage of it. Um, right. And you're not in a position to negotiate. You're not in a position to really. I mean, I I could. I think I I could. I remember I, I sat down with the manager or the one of the owners and he's like, and he told me straight up at one point he's like look if you ask me for ten dollars an hour i will i'll say yes i will give you ten dollars an hour <laughs> and you know maybe this is where i i think a little different than other people but my thought is there's no fucking way i'm asking you for ten dollars an hour because that ten dollars an hour comes at a cost like you're not just gonna give me money because you're nice, like that's 
<laughs> I think you're a nice guy, but like I I wasn't born yesterday. I know that there's mm-hmm. there's some sort of caveat that comes with this. Um but yeah, I, I mean it's just it's it's a super fucked up situation and as time goes on, unfortunately it seems like the people with the power are very skittish and they know what they need to do. I mean, with things like union busting, they train managers for the local coffee shop. They have to go to um, these like manager seminars. They call them, but what they really are is it, you train you they train you how to um, break up union talks. They they teach you union busting. And they'll spend money on that, but they won't pay their fucking employees a living wage. Right. I don't know. I'm rambling too. I don't. I don't even see the through line of what I'm saying. I'm just talking. <laughs> but. But yeah, I, I mean it's. Yeah, uh, we can. I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're both. I, I thought about this so much now, like leaving, but mm-hmm. and I, it's not. Uh, I don't. Uh, I've just I've I've given a lot of thought about like why I'm leaving and yeah. it's funny because like what you're saying is like it feels to me at least the e- like one easy way to keep middle management and then upper man- higher ranking management yeah. happy is to keep the people they're managing happy yeah <laughs> and like that me personally at my job would have been a huge game changer like helping like I know some of that's my job for sure right like right. to, to Cause they're not going to be happy if they don't like their manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but if ultimate manager, you're, 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 you're more or less forced to, to regurgitate decisions that aren't yours to right. the team that you manage and then play them off as if you had any input in that whatsoever. This is what uh, I like. The review cycle is such a perfect example yeah. of that. Like when you review and you're like telling someone what their basically nothing raise is going to be as if yeah. like this was something that you were cool with <laughs> because saying you're not cool with it is probably going to piss him off more. You break the illusion. But, That's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's like, you know what I want to see? No, I don't know what you want to see because you are so afraid of your manager who's so afraid of her manager and <laughs> that you're just at, at all the shit rolls downhill. And that's so no, I don't know what you want. <laughs> I know what you're telling me is bullshit. And this has um, obviously been on my mind a lot more because guess where I'm going Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Coffee local shop. coffee shop small local coffee shop does, <laughs> in the in one of the top three flyers big printed. cities in america what <laughs> yeah there's some dumbass like some reader poll voted like new orleans like the third best big american city like <laughs> what <laughs> have you been here have you looked at our population as far as, like yeah first it's not big but I guess also, I guess best considered as far as like maybe traveling to or like. Yeah, it was just like it was like a a reader's poll of. Yeah, like I had like fun travel. There. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, tell me exactly. about. I want to I hear. This is, this is a, a big change. I want to okay. hear about Metroid Dread. Well, what a what a what a pivot. Um, Metroid Dread. Otherwise, we'll just continue getting more and more. Yeah, heated. Hot, hot boys. We're hot boys. <laughs> we need to cool yeah. off. We're also now the only people watching our show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we lost. We got too hot. We're like, didn't they talk about this last week? Did, haven't they been the talking about this forever now? Like, guys, we're trying to radicalize you, but it won't work if you keep leaving. Um, <laughs> One of us. So, dude, Metroid Dread is... So, first off, I need to lay a little a little groundwork for you um the last 2d metroid game (laughs) ab says no no i'm still here for some reason (laughs) uh all right um so uh i love 2d metroid i i actually just i love metroid the metroid prime series is a first person like adventure shooter um that originated on the gamecube um but the metroid series has been around since nintendo the nintendo entertainment system so i um was very excited this is the first 2d metroid game in 19 years uh and the last one that is that blew my mind i saw that stat and that absolutely blew my mind uh how what's happening how is that possible i have well they they say like they made a couple 3d games criminally underrated compared to like the mario and uh, well i wonder why like yeah how many because you go whole mario games have come out in the last 19 years like a hundred something i have a copy of metroid fusion the last 2d metroid game right here 2002 nintendo uh, 2d metroid hasn't come out in 19 years yes correct Okay, because I was trying to because the, the big game I remember that I never played. I, I've only actually played one Metroid Super, game, and that's yeah. Super Metroid that I played a little bit when I was a kid, but actually played to completion on the mm-hmm. Switch with the Nintendo uh, Sub- like, your online subscription, you know, yeah, game game pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember because I didn't have a Game Boy, but I remember people or not a Game Boy. Sorry, I didn't have that either. But I didn't have a GameCube. Um, yeah. And I know that Metroid, which wasn't two D. What was it? Metroid? Prime, the Prime, Prime series. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, those games are a departure uh, from, like, yeah, it's three D first person. It they're great. I really hope that are they... they similar. Like, it I mean, is. I guess it's. I, I only know the Me- Super Metroid story, which is a very, very loose. Oh, it's, it's a loose story. Obviously, it's a very, in, it's very like deep world that's been created. But there's not like if you're playing the game. There's not like there's no like text bubbles or like narration yeah, or, or cutscenes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, most um, of the story I feel like came from like people, what they, what the company kind of put out about like the the world or what they yes like. yeah from like the like literature they created. you know the old uh the um like game pamphlets that used to come in physical games 
Um, right. Yeah, so... Yeah, the Metroid Prime series is much more like... Um, I don't know, I guess... I guess more action focused. I, I, I'm not sure because, but it was definitely, it, it was different. <laughs> so have you played every major Metroid game? Yeah. I have. Uh, you had a GameCube. I had a GameCube and I broke my arm around the time I think that Metroid Prime came out. So I had a lot of time on my hands that i couldn't be you know out running around i guess i don't know <laughs> i i i it was the end of my freshman year of high school and all my friends played sports and i obviously couldn't play sports so i would just go home and, and play video games um and video games saved my life not nah, i'm just kidding <laughs> um Metroid Prime. Metroid saved Prime my saved my life. That's why I'm changing my name to Samus legally. That guy who changed his name to Optimus Prime because <laughs> Optimus Prime was a father figure to him. Why would you then take his name? I I don't know, but like I remember as a kid thinking that was the funniest fucking story. Now I hear it and it like makes me sad. Like oh god, yeah. like. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, anyways, so, anyways, anyways. Uh, yes. Me, well, I want to know about the Metroid. <laughs> oh no, AB. I did play sports, but I broke my arm. So I. Uh, you broke your arm very severely. Yes, very badly. Like, like you, I have. You destroyed your arm. I have two plates and thirteen screws in my forearm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I broke it. I I broke both of the bones in my forearm in a couple of places, and they were unable to reset it. Uh, so I had to get what they call an internal cast. Um, so yeah, two plates, thirteen screws, and you know. So when that happened, uh, all my friends were still playing sports, and I was just going home after school so there you go literally <laughs> everything with your other arm <laughs> i mean so metroid <laughs> <laughs> i did i did but you know if <laughs> i did i learned how to do everything with my other arm and if coach would have just listened to me when i told him that <laughs> we would have won state um <laughs> so yeah so i've played every metroid game um and i really like them and when the switch came out it being a hybrid console and having that like handheld capability that really was one of my first thoughts was like this is a great opportunity to make metroid 5 uh, and finally it happened and I was super excited so much. So to the point where I w woke up before work on Friday and Saturday hours before work, I got up at 6am, made myself coffee and breakfast week, you mean? yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday and, uh, and Friday Metroid five, five. Yeah. Dread five. It's the oh, fifth. Is that, those are interchangeable. It's the fifth, um, 
mainline 2D Metroid game. Yes. Gotcha. See, I guess I didn't even know that there was this like separation. Like, I guess. Well, it's the... I didn't know that there was this like important separation between the 2D and the 3D Metroid yeah. games. Yeah. So it's also it's a timeline thing too. So the you have the first Metroid, which was a 2D game on the NES. And then the Metroid Prime series takes place between um, <laughs> Metroid and Metroid 2, which was a Game Boy Wait, game. Wait, so what was the... I'm going to just look this up. All right. You have questions? I have answers. What's up? What's up? What was the first Metroid? Metroid for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay. And then and the second... Then there was Super Metroid the, was the second one. No, that's actually the third one. And also probably part of the reason that the Metroid series never gained like a ton of traction. So the second one came out on the Game Boy, the indestructible gray brick pea soup colored screen Game Boy. Wow. And then Super Metroid was the third one. And then but there... Super Metroid's considered like because that I guess I always thought Super Metroid was the original, but it's probably because that was a genre defining game that was the high watermark of the series yes like that's the, the other and i think that's also probably style. the one that, that most the people have two. played um yeah. that was the that was the most like fully fleshed out like it took what metroid did well and i mean i mean basically it took the idea of like creating this large labyrinth where you feel isolated and overpowered and you have to explore and upgrade and find you know new weapons and stuff and then uh, you know you you unlock more of the map and progress and yeah it is like basically there's an entire subgenre of video games called metroidvanias because right because of how good super metroid was um mm -hmm. And, and then later Symphony of the Night for Castlevania for the PlayStation 1. Um, but, yeah, so you go Super Metroid in, I don't know, maybe 94. And then I guess we could look that up, too. Years. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up because this I want to look up also um, uh, Metroid games in order. Okay. Uh, no, I want him to come with like rank. I want him to come with some sort of like Metroid game series meta score, Metacritic. Mm. Yeah, I want to have the rank. I want to have see what what the world is saying about. Um, so so Super Metroid, which is the third game in the the series, came out in 1994, and then Metroid Fusion, the most recent game prior to Dread, came out in 2002. So there was a big there was a eight-year gap between those games. And then they're like, what if we doubled it and added one for good luck? Mm -hmm. um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, what, what is the reason between the, the... It's just so weird. Such a... Mm -hmm. Obviously a series that a lot of people like are, are, are in love with. Yeah, and I think maybe that's one of the things too is that like the fandom has such an appreciation for it that like um maybe if 
it feels bigger than it is because there's a, a, a vocal group of people that love these games. Um, but, you know, and I've seen uh, our GTA 85's videos. He talks about all the time how they're just not great selling games. Um, yeah, I can kind of, like, well, they are, I guess, great selling is relative probably, right? Because you're comparing it being Nintendo is probably comparing it to like the Mario games. And the right. big, one big difference is that Metroid is way harder. It's right, but it's it's a triple A in house game. So I guess that's where right. where it earns that. Uh, like, you know, just if it was like an indie title and it doesn't sell as much as Mario, yeah, obviously. Um that's a so weird the original Metroid came out in nineteen eighty six. Yes. For the Famicom disc system, not even NES. That it is... came out again in the next year for the NES. This is according to Wikipedia. Yeah, so the Famicom disc system is um the, Is that just like the, the Japanese, Japanese NES? Yeah. Um but instead oh, okay. of cartridges they use like discs. So actually what I find interesting and maybe no one else is they can um they could add uh, more uh, more um, bigger music files. So the music for Metroid on the Famicom disc system versus the NES is actually a bit a bit richer. And naturally, I've listened to both side to, side by side because you're right. I don't find that interesting. Exactly, uh, I knew it. I okay. I had a feeling. Then- that's Game Boy released the 1991 Metroid mm-hmm. 2 Return of Samus. Hell yeah. Uh, and you, 1994, uh, same year as Jurassic Park. Big year for you. Uh, Super <laughs> uh, Metroid. Nine Inch Nails, The Downward Spiral, and Weezer's Blue Album. And and Forrest Gump and Shawshank Redemption. I mean, 94. Forrest Gump came out in 90, 94 was stacked. I I'm pretty I think I think Pulp Fiction came out in ninety four. That too. sounds right. Um yeah, ninety four was a huge movie year. Uh and also apparently video games. And Kurt Cobain died in nineteen ninety four. Uh Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying that is a good thing. <laughs> no, it's not a good thing. I'm it's but it's a, a landmark thing that happened. <laughs> a year a, lot, a year where a lot happened yeah yeah no uh, not yeah, a not a good 19th, thing not a good thing march 19th 1994 mm. okay so then we have uh metroid fusion came out for the game boy advance now yes that was the last was that 2d or 3d 2d okay and that was the last that was the last one new... that was the last 2d that was the last new 2d metroid game so there's a game called Zero Mission that came out two years later, which was a updated version of the original Metroid, um, just with like quality of light. Like they added a map, which is pretty big deal if you've ever played the original Metroid, um, and and you know, Game Boy graphics versus NES graphics. They had improved at that point, and then um, yeah. even more recently, there was a remake of metroid 2 um but this is the first original 2d metroid game in 19 years and 
uh, AB in chat saying he was born in 1994. I thought you were older than AB. It makes me feel old. Uh, but that, another big, another big thing. Yeah. Po yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to make the joke possibly the most important thing, but AB, you already beat me to it. Cool. Glad, glad to know. Uh, okay, so then we have Metroid Zero Mission came out for Game Boy Advance in two years later in 2004. Uh, then yeah. uh, we had... Wait, oh, you're... It, so is that... This is the remake of Metroid you're saying? Yes. Zero Mission uh, was Metroid, Metroid, and then yeah. Samus Returns was Metroid 2. Um, Metroid Other M. Yes. 2010. So, so that was Weird. the Wii. It came out for the Wii. Yes, that was a <laughs> widely considered a terrible game. I actually never finished <laughs> that game um, because I was in agreement. <laughs> and Nintendo does this thing that maybe because I pay closer attention to what they do, um, but Nintendo does this thing where they like don't. There's some sort of breakdown. Like, they don't understand. We're not saying we don't want Metroid games. We're saying we don't want that Metroid game. <laughs> and and they're like, everyone hated Other M. I guess no one likes Metroid anymore. No more what Metroid was, games. Like, what was, like, why was that 3D? It I'm was for the Wii. It was super handholdy. Like, it was not an exploration thing. They, they basically neutered the character of Samus. Like, um, they gave gave her so much backstory and made her seem like a whiny little little baby, um, and no one appreciated that. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it just it was not a <laughs> it was not a good game. There were some good ideas in there, but it also was just like. Um, not, I mean, not good. Like story-wise, it was terrible, and then it literally like would tell you exactly where to go, and like, which I know a lot of games do that, and it's fine in a lot of games. But in the context of a series that's based on exploration, it's a little crazy. Um, yeah, yeah it's just it's just across the board not a good game. So there's that. Um, yeah, but so I really like this game. Uh, the the um, the robot that's chasing you, it is a one hit kill, but they only are in certain parts of the map and there is a you can counter their hit. Um, so it's not just automatically like as soon as they catch you, it's over like the uh, like the alien in Alien Isolation. Um I think the music's fantastic. I love hearing new um, new versions of like classical or classic fra uh, musical phrases and, and uh, mm -hmm. that appear in the earlier games. And um, the background environments look fantastic. The lighting, the character design, like it, it's just yeah. There's I watched a you lot play a little bit love. of it. Yeah, and it looks really just slick yeah um it's nice to see because i've been staying away from a lot of the AAA titles recently yeah. with nintendo because they have tended to literally just be mario games yep um and so 
I'm, uh, I, I, it's nice to see uh, a really good looking game because I'm used to playing a lot of the, the, uh, you know, indie games, yeah. which usually look cool, but they're not, they don't look like crisp. Yeah. Like they go for like the art style they go for is really like you enjoy it, but it's like, it's creativity, um, born of limitation forced yeah forced creativity yeah i mean you have to you have to think outside the box and kind of demake the uh demake the wheel to um to make it work and it's awesome and and that's not even always the case like you look at something like uh hollow knight that looks absolutely fantastic and unbelievable um yeah that game is far that probably is the best i would say that and cuphead Oh my are god! Like Cuphead, the yeah, best looking indie games I've ever played. Yeah, that like, as far as I guess this like that like crisp, you know, a lot yeah. of indie games like are cool. You know, they have like the 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 pixel art, which is cool, but it's like mm-hmm. you know they're all kind of doing it now, so it's not like yeah, it's it's not. Um... It's not new and exciting or like, wow, what a cool like throwback. It's it's we've seen it at this point. Yeah. I mean, it controls well. Like there's the sliding. There's a sliding mechanic that is just fun to use. Uh, So, yeah, it's a it's a really cool game. And uh, I definitely am excited for I know you mentioned you were going to pick it up because you need a a travel travel game. Nice. Nice. So I'm excited because um, I, I gotta play some PS5 first. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I guess if that's you know if you don't want to be happy. Have you beaten it yet? No, I have not. I actually have not played it nearly as much as I would have liked to. How many hours do you think you put in so far? Uh, under. Do you think you're close? Six. I did... Under. It six. looks like it's not that long. Okay, so did you look that up? Yeah, like I saw. So there's there's an Instagram thing I follow called Metroid Database, and they beat it in like seven and a half hours. Um, but they it was one. It's kind of one of those things where I'm just like, did you just? It's it's like sometimes how I feel about shows being binge watched. It's like. Did you finish it to finish it, or did you really digest it? You know. Well, yeah. The how long to beat look up like with Metroidvania. Oh, they're so all over the place. Especially, yeah. it is all over because like like we had this experience. We were talking about the game Axiom Verge, where Axiom Verge one, mm-hmm. you were saying how you got lost a lot and I didn't, and now in Axiom Verge two, I think I got lost way more than you. And some of that's just luck, you know, like you could play a game like you could burn it. You could easily burn an extra two plus hours in a game because you're yeah. just straight up lost. Yeah. And you miss something mm-hmm. uh, or you just didn't. Yeah. You just got unlucky, maybe. But or you're trying to collect if, everything. Yeah. And when you're yeah. and when you're or you're trying to collect everything. But when you're playing an eight hour game, like if you lose two hours to like being lost, that's a big. Right. A big deal. Right, that's like you know, if theoretically, if things are humming along, you could have had that done in six hours. So right, so yeah, 
Okay, but so you're saying you you you're six hours in, but you probably mm. have more than an hour to two hours left. Oh, I I hope so because it would almost like make no sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also don't know how they uh, I also don't know how they calculate the hours because I think my file says I've been playing for like two and a half hours which I know is not true. Uh, and I'm wondering if it's just cause I've died a bunch of times. And when you go back to your save point, the hmm. clock resets. Um, oh, that's, I don't like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong. That's a really bizarre way to calculate time in the game, because even if you die, it's not that those, it's basically saying those deaths, like, cause because you probably still found something like sometimes in metroidvanias it's not about like what you accomplish but it's like when you go into a room and it doesn't yeah. get you anything at least you can like check that off your list well right? you like, know and it also could be game. where i'm saving to because i don't i haven't saved a ton so maybe there's just been a couple yeah. instances where i've i've been backtracking by my own design and also maybe i'm just misremembering the the hours but yeah, so uh, so I'm excited for you to play it because I, I uh, clearly, uh, this is something I was very excited for, and <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where if it it at least hit the mark for me a little bit, I was going to be very happy, and that's definitely what's happening. So I'm curious f to, for you, who is like I think that you are in a better position to have a more critical eye than me, so. So I am excited for you to play the game. Okay. And if, and um, if you don't like it, that's fine. We're we're all so wrong sometimes. Shout out shout out one of the VIPs, JT Aha having wrist surgery. JT with the big wrist surge. Quick quick recovery, dude. Yeah. Hope, you, hope it went well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to play it. I really am watching mm -hmm. you play it and look and I actually just finished I was telling you how I just finished that game Axiom Verge 2, which is uh, basically the same style of game, but way I expected that it's way, way, way worse than Metroid Dread. Um, that game was I'm a kinda, letdown for me. To, yeah, it was for me too. I there was so close to not finishing it. Honestly, if it wasn't for all the flights I've had recently, <laughs> there's no way I would have finished it. I would have moved on That's and bought funny. Metroid Dread, but I had a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, I I had a lot of time with the uh. You had a lot of time to play games, that. and that was the game that you were working through. That was it. That was pretty much all I had. I actually, it's funny because when I last week when I flew to New York, I obviously busted switch out on the plane, and I was gonna mm. play PGA. I was just gonna play like I was kind of still over Axiom. I was like, oh, I was gonna play this PGA, like you know, yeah, just to waste time. And apparently, with that game, you can't play it if you're not online. Which That's weird. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't let me, even though there's really no aspect that I was going to play that needs to be online. So very, very sure. stupid. But I, I was agree. like, all right, I guess I'll play Axiom 2. And then I kind of got back into it enough. But <laughs> like, ooh, I actually am enjoying I this. I was yeah. Mainly because I knew I was close. Like, that game was fun when you were, like, progressing. But the exploration got, in multiple occasions, was like, okay, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And I think they did a bad job about, like, I think they did a bad job, like, 
showing you how to use the power-ups you got and then also uh how like like just giving you any sort of indication because when they the fact that they this is going to mean nothing to any to i'm sure no one played this game except you and me <laughs> but the whole like breach like going into the breach and there's yeah. like on some multiple breaches that added like a lot of complexity in a way as far as like wait what have i what have i done and what have have i not done yeah you know what i mean it felt like it padded like the out the runtime a lot yeah because i was like okay i have this map but then i have to think about going into the breach i'm like i really don't want to go in there because you get stuck and it takes a while to get out mm -hmm. uh so and anyway uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm I will play it. The first time I play it might be have to wait until I go to Puerto Rico, which yeah. is honestly like a week and a half from now. Right. Um, so oh, I don't know if I'll stream it. Uh, we'll see. If I get really into it, I'll I probably will because then I'll just like have to play it if I like mm -hmm. get hooked and want to beat it. Uh, but I also really want to play Ratchet and so we didn't really, you know, coming up on my my Streamtopia that I'm calling my <laughs> you know, name my, my two months off. I'm I'm starting October October 27th is my last day of my job, and I don't start my new job until October or until January 10th. <laughs> I'm not sure if I Fucking knew that, but awesome. I think I announced it. Have I announced it on this? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But that's the case. It's amazing. I am so fucking happy about it and looking forward to it. And I've been asked over and over by people, like, what are you going to do? And the answer is nothing. Two answers, stream and nothing. Like, I'm not saying I'm only going to do those two things. But as far as, like, I know I'm going to stream a lot more. I don't know how much exactly. I don't want to really commit to anything and then, like, you know, yeah. not do that. Yep. Uh, but definitely more often. I'll promise this more often than I currently stream. <laughs> you have my fucking word. <laughs> uh, more often than I currently do, yeah. and and then the other thing is that I want to wake up every day with literally having like zero plan. Like some yeah. days, like go to the driving range. Others, mm -hmm. I, I wanna I wanna read a book. I wanna like try and <laughs> I haven't read a book. In I'm gonna like, read like, a book. Years. Yeah, so the there's book. some some new uh, there's some new people here. You were in a book club in New York. Yeah, and I was one of the better readers as far as like actually reading the book. And even I I had a Kindle and I still do, but it hasn't been turned on. I don't know. I just like it. I actually when I I started getting into way more into video games when I bought the Switch. Yeah. a couple years ago now, and that kind of was probably <laughs> one of the. The, the turning point <laughs> the, the thing that made me read a lot less yeah. uh, because you know you only have so much free time in the day and for the last several years a lot of that free time has gone more into to, yeah, to playing that. video and, and reading but i feel that have yeah have time for both for sure so i i want to uh do that i want to Get chores done in the middle of the day see what the world is like i want to go to a coffee shop and just Dude. like sit there on my laptop not let, having to work let me tell you something that's gonna that's gonna you're gonna love okay <laughs> book gang you are going to love when you go places midweek 
it, it's a whole other world. It's amazing. Yeah. Booking. <laughs> um, the, so, uh, well, the one caveat is that I, like, Cookie, I, I mean, I'll be able to leave it, so, but I, if I want the car, first of all, I have to, like, draw, I'll have to, like, make sure I'm planning that out because I'd have to take Gerilyn to work and pick her up. And so I probably more days than not will just be at home or stuck to whatever's in walking distance, which is fine, which is absolutely yeah. fine. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm excited to, yeah, I want to see what the, I want to, I know you've told me that before because you will have a lot of off days in the middle of the week and stuff. Yeah. And I'm very interested to see what that's like. And dude, I went, I, uh, yeah, uh, I want to like go to a brewery uh, on a Friday at, at, at noon. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And, the best dude. I went to, and, uh, I had a pool day yeah. the other day. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this place, the Country Club, not not actual golf, no golf involved. Um, but it's a pretty like it's it's a hot spot. I'll say that. Went the other day and it was just super chill, uh, and got to just relax, hit the sauna, uh, hang out poolside with some some drinks. Had a, had a stew going, say that, uh, yeah, and it was in the the other times that I've been there. I'm pretty sure were were weekends. And it's also mm-hmm. early October, a, a random Thursday in October. Um, but dude, it was super relaxing. Yeah, like especially for like guys like us too. Like you know, you're not you just kind of want to hang out and enjoy your free time. Like you're not looking to like, you know, I'm sure you'll chat and, and meet, meet people and do a little BSing. But for the most part, it's just like, yeah, I just want to chill. Probably not, not be, I mean, at a, you don't, you don't think like have a couple beers sitting at a bar on a Thursday. You're not going to talk to someone. You probably will. No, you know, I would, I'd probably talk to the bartender if yeah. they were, if they were slow and like, mm-hmm. like if, if it felt like the opportunity was there yeah and yeah yeah no you're right at yeah. a bar at a, like sitting at a bar is a very like it whenever there's like solo people sitting at a bar it, it's definitely like a little there's like an invite there it feels like to like yeah. you put the feeler out you know you maybe you, something on tv you you make a comment about it yeah yeah absolutely and that's what See that's what i'm goes. saying but like for like you know we don't we are not people that need like oh man like you know, I went to this bar Saturday night and it was it was dead. Like it was not having fun. Oh yeah, like, no, no. Like no. that's not going to be. I, my tone would have been like, "Man, we went to this bar on Saturday and there was no one there. It was awesome." Yeah, <laughs> like that. My tone would be totally different. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was empty. Like, yeah. Like that, like cigar bar that we went to, where the owner just like basically threw us up on this like <laughs> service deck. <laughs> Like this is oh, great. Right, it's right. just the four of us. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is which is amazing uh, because I went on vacation to be with the two of you. <laughs> well, the three of you, I guess. Yeah. But I'm I'm usually with DT. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do all those. Like I hope I hope I do. Like I hope there's a lot of things like seeing a movie in the middle of the day or. Oh uh, man, I used to do that all the time. 
I used to too. I used to do that all the time too. Yeah, I used to. You so really the when I was living in Florida, the local coffee shop that I worked at there was right by a movie theater. So I'd get off at like one o'clock, and I'd just go to the movie theater and see almost whatever, whatever yeah. was playing that I hadn't seen. And I had like a a, a Regal Cinemas Rewards card. <laughs> it was awesome. I, I have this dream. Yeah, like a day a a day that I think I'd really like mm-hmm. is is because I know myself too, and I don't I I can't see myself streaming for more than like three hours for the most part yeah uh, dude max. there's times where I'm, go, streaming I'm streaming and i look early. at the runtime and i'm like what the fuck i've been doing this for at yeah. least eight hours how is it only two and it's like yeah an hour and a half <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> um so a great day would be i think like a uh, waking up getting get having my coffee having my mm-hmm. breakfast doing a nice little morning stream two to three hours mm-hmm. uh and then yeah maybe go on, on like a Friday or a Thursday, maybe grab a beer uh, right after lunch. Yeah. Or, or yeah, catch a movie, go to the driving range. Like a day where I get all that done and then Gerald is home from work and, you know, we you... go back into like our normal routine after that with like yeah. you know, dinner and, and everything. Like that, that sounds lovely. Yeah. No, it sounds amazing. I am, I am truly. <laughs> I am truly happy for you, um, but a Peloton but, but having there, mm, squeeze a Peloton session. Mm, no, no. Um, I I've I've been very happy for you, but just talking through this now, I'm like actually like I'm excited to hear about it. <laughs> I'm getting more excited about talking now because I hadn't actually really given it. I mm-hmm. I'd almost tried purposely tried to give it last. Like Let the it one breathe. Thing that yeah, because you don't want to have like, well, I'm to gonna stream, mm-hmm. and that's because of course I love playing video games and i love streaming but it's also because well i knew i wouldn't really have a car unless i made sure i had one and it's going to be cold so mm-hmm. that limits some things but mm-hmm. i was like no in reality there's plenty of stuff i can do you just got to make sure you you do it you know yeah. you got I, one thing i don't want to happen which you know if it happens on several days that's fine but i don't want it to happen every day we're like I literally like stream and then lay on the couch and like pass out until yeah. <laughs> until like until, you won't feel good. Cool. After a few days, you won't feel good doing that. You'll start to I well right. I think, um, and I know I would, but you you'll start to feel depressed. Um, and I think that that's yeah. when I I kind of like to shit on these people a lot. Um, but the people who are like, Oh, it was, you know, vacation, it was great. But like, it's nice to get back into a routine is like, okay, well, you're not doing it right then. You know, like, yeah, never, uh, it's never like, God, I can't wait to get back to work. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I do not think like, I maybe I will. And I'll be honest about it throughout the, the time I have, but I think <laughs> you just described pancakes. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> he starts streaming later in the day, and I think he has a productive. I, th- I he'll probably tell us if it's not true, but I think he has a productive morning. Yeah, and because he's yeah. also, I think he's also said he gets up early, like earlier. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Shit! What was I saying? Uh, I, I do not think I'm going to be bored. 
I do not think I will get yeah. to a point where I'm like, man, I cannot. I think I'll have a moment where I'm like, I think it'll help me get more excited for this new job. Yeah. Not, I am excited for it, but I help. I think that will like, this will be good for that too. Because if I was like leaving work on Friday and then going to my new job on Monday, mm-hmm. I, I would, that would, wouldn't feel good. Like I would no, feel no. like you'd be a little stressed about it and just like, it'd feel weird. It'd be, um, it'd be lame. <laughs> JT's asking me, do I know when the next stream is? Uh, good question, JT. I, I do not know. I definitely, uh, since my work schedule is getting easier in the short term and going away after that, this week I definitely hope to get some streams in. Mm-hmm. At, at least one, let's say at least one uh, probably would be on like a Thursday this week, but yeah. Yeah, I might be able to stream Tuesday, but I uh, I don't know. I actually considered last night I was uh, sitting on my couch and I'm like, do I go to bed right now so I can get up and stream early tomorrow? Or what? And I chose. <laughs> yeah, I chose. Yes, I chose or what? <laughs> I stayed up to like one thirty in the morning. Yeah. Scotch, what's up? Should we end the pod, by the way? Because I feel like I'm starting to get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I think that it's time to like it's bonus browse time. It's bonus browse time. All right. So you've been listening to to Matt and Andrew versus Society. You can interact with us on twitch.tv slash best friends four twenty. Um we record the show there you've been if you're still here you've heard us talk about video games we play video games there we watch youtube videos there we have a good time so um you know drop us a follow jt says w pod thank you big win for us eating eating that w uh shouts out Jameis winston um hey scotch says he says i come in and you end the pod hmm that's because we're still gonna be here. That's because we want to interact with you more. So we want to just get this this spiel out of the way, which I'm in the middle of. So I should probably keep going. Uh, our website, thesaucelounge.com, has every single episode of this show. If you uh, are subscribed on the Apple Podcast app, please rate, comment. Uh, you know, we love seeing your comments. We don't check for them anymore. Haven't in years, but we love seeing them. <laughs> love, love, love. Can't get enough of them. One uh, day we'll check you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, if not, Overcast is a fantastic, uh, fantastic podcatcher app. Um, we both use it. This is not an ad. We just believe in the product. Uh, and... Uh, don't use Stitcher because there's so many choices out there. Stitcher Radio is for people who defend CEOs taking their money um, from the fruits of their labor. And we'll be back next week. Bye.
Wow, really amazing podcast, indeed.